Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about now. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not going to shout now. She's not going to shout. So get your headphones ready to hear what it's all about now. We'll have no fun. No Fun, the Jen Kirkman Podcast, Season 11, Episode 23. I am your host, Jen Kirkman. I, I want to talk about the aliens. I want to talk about the non-human-made craft that apparently some branch of the U.S. government has. Now listen, I don't want you to turn the podcast off right now and think, I can't deal with this. What is this, Joe Rogan? I'll listen to Joe Rogan if I want to hear about aliens. Honey, what podcast are you listening to? She says, I, it's some girl, no fun, I, but she says she's not Joe Rogan. Oh, I like Joe Rogan. I know, but she says she's not him, so I don't know, but is she something about aliens? Well, that sounds like the Joe Rogan podcast to me. I know, but she says she's not. Oh, all right. Well, put on Joe Rogan. I like that one. He knows all about the aliens. Well, she's about to tell us, too. Who is it again? I don't know, honey. I, I, you, I had to pause it because you're asking so many questions. All right. All right. Just call me when you put on Joe Rogan. Let's see what he has to say. See, look, I know that I'm not a conspiracy theory podcast. I'm not a paranormal podcast. But I do talk about space and aliens, and UFOs, which may not mean aliens from outer space, an unidentified flying object could be China with some kind of drone, and we want their technology, so we retrieve it. I got it. We've talked about all that. But as you know, in the past three to five years, there have been swarms of reports in the mainstream media, New York Times, Washington Post, where they are reporting 
people in the Air Force, in the Navy, talking about UFOs they've seen. Now they call them UAPs, unidentified. What does that mean? Unidentified air? No, not urban art projects. UAP, what does it stand for? No, not unidentified flying object. Has, is, does Google have COVID brain? Oh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. I should have known that. I did know that. I forgot. I forgot, okay? Anyway, so here's the deal. I'm going to tell you a story. And the story I'm telling you is true from one point of view, meaning that a very qualified person did testify under oath to Congress we didn't know about it when it happened, but we're finding out now. None of that is a lie. Does that make sense? I really feel like I've got to explain it like you're all five years old. And that's not an insult to my specific listeners, but anyone who might be hearing this, I really feel that people of all generations have no ability to discern information anymore. Everything comes at them and they either believe everything or they disbelieve everything. And when you try to say, well, look, here's the truth of that story. Here's what's unknown. It's too much nuance. So let me say this. This is the point of view I'm explaining it from. A man who was assigned by our government to work on a task force that investigated UAPs unidentified aerial phenomenon for the purpose of national security. We cannot have unidentified aerial phenomenon in our airspace, right? That's how the militarized world works. We would like to know what those things are. Is it a Russian drone? Is it a Chinese drone? These are the two countries that are our most adversarial right now that would be doing something like that, right? So, it doesn't necessarily mean UFO, flying saucers, aliens. And I do believe that's why they changed it to UAP, because we've now just identified UFOs with flying saucers. And, you know, you've seen, you know, the pictures of the alien with the big head and the big eyes and the tiny mouth. So UAP, aerial phenomenon. Great. So there's a real task force to study this, because again, if you want to really understand it, they're not studying it necessarily because they're trying to figure out if there are aliens from other planets. We are a militarized nation. We are trying to figure out if there is a threat in our skies. Okay. So does that make it make a little more sense? Does that ground it for you? Now, of course, if you want to go there, you could say that alien visitors, if there were such a thing, could be a threat to us as well. So we need to know what anything is that's in the sky, that isn't being accounted for on our radar, right? So this is what this guy's job is. He's in the intelligence community. None of that is a lie. We have these things going on. And that is why. Now, this guy found out that there is a secret task force that he is not part of where they are doing crazy things that are not just studying unidentified aerial phenomenon. They are, according to a source, and I'll get to this part in a minute, they are this other task force that's secret, that was a secret to this pretty high up intelligence officer who's being tasked with studying UAP. I mean, 
you're not some slouch if they're letting you do that. But there's this secret task force that he didn't know about that he found out about where they claim that they have recovered crashed machines and that these are not just, oh, I wonder what this could be. Is it a drone from China? It is very much so not made by humans. It is not from Earth. And there's a little bit of debate about this, but it's implied there were bodies inside of it that were not human. Okay, so this guy, and we're going to get into the details of it. I'll read, I'll read like an exact article to you. We'll hear a clip from the guy. This guy, his name's David Grush, he testified in front of Congress. Now, when you testify in front of Congress, you're under oath. Now, that may not mean anything to you. I'm an atheist, so put my hand on the Bible, big fucking deal. Okay, well, we... That's how we do things in the government, right? You put your hand on the Bible. I know it does seem a little archaic to me, but it means something in the sense that if you are lying, they're not saying Jesus is going to come whip your butt. There, You could go to jail. Who wants to deal with that? And they will find out if you're lying. You don't think you testify in front of Congress and they go, well, I see the hand on the Bible, so no need to look further into this person. You're setting yourself up to be counter-investigated. So the man so far, they found no dirt on him. He's not lying. But the fact is, now you can believe he's lying and hasn't been caught. You can believe that if you want. But what you can't debate is that he put his hand on a Bible and testified in front of Congress. This happened. And now we know about it. And he said to them, I need to be a whistleblower right now because there's this secret group that has uncovered perhaps alien spacecraft. And I think the public needs to know. Now, the Pentagon is denying everything. So, and Congress didn't even know about this secret group. So this is where it gets weird because the government, in my mind, means Congress, the Senate, you know, uh, the Supreme Court, the president. But there's all these other agencies involved and we, we just throw the word government on that. So half the government is in the dark. Congress, Senate, perhaps even the president. And this is what I've always said is that which president do you think would have told everybody that there's aliens. You know it would have been Donald Trump. And so that's what leads me to believe that not even the president knows everything. Now, I don't know who has the power to put these groups together. This is where I'm kind of confused and could use a civics lesson in it. But the point is, when we talk about the government hiding this from us, we don't even mean our basic government that you throw a vote for every two years or four years. These people also don't know what the fuck is going on. So, now, you say, why isn't this guy in jail? Look what they did to reality winner. You know, well, interestingly enough, Joe Biden signed something into law in 2021 that was an act that protects whistleblowers up to a certain point. And it's this whole complicated thing that I won't bore you with, but there's so many details to it. 
you know, it's like it compensates you if you lose your job because of it or blah, blah, blah. But it basically made this guy, when we say whistleblower, we think, oh boy, he's going to get in trouble. He wasn't supposed to say something. He's allowed to say something according to law. Now, the people he's talking about, they might, um, I don't know what they can do to him, fire him. I, I don't know what, drag his name through the mud. I don't know. But technically, he can't be put in jail for this. Now, the other part of it is, when he testified, he was not able to share why he knows. And that is because I, I do believe he was obeying the whistleblower law that has its limitations, I think, in a good way, on purpose. Um, like, you don't want to be able to just blurt out our national security secrets, right? That was the problem with Trump having these documents at his place. You don't want to give our national security secrets to our enemies. But anyway... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So that's why when this guy talks about stuff, he can't go further and say, I, I know that there's the secret other task force because here's the picture I saw. Here's the thing I saw. Here's the guy who told me. He can't go further than that. He can only talk about, hey, it is my truth that I know there's this secret thing, but I can't share any more than that. So that's where it gets a little... Hard to believe because people want proof and we don't have it. He does claim that it exists. So does that make sense? I think I just explained that really well. I'm giving myself a pat on the back because I have ADHD and man, is it hard for me to explain things succinctly and to stay on topic. So wow. Wow, Jen, you did it. Okay. So I hope that makes you feel better about listening to something about aliens. Now, my point before I get into just reading it uh, to you is this happened during the week that New York City skies turned orange because of the wildfires in Canada. There were over 400 wildfires, 296 of them were deemed out of control. That's just wild. You know, it was smoke was, was billowing into America. Air quality was really bad. They said, don't go outside. If you, if you have to go outside, wear a mask, but really just don't go outside. And then President Trump got indicted 37 counts from Jack Smith on the stolen documents situation. So all of this news was being thrown at us as this alien thing came out. And what happened was this guy, David Grush, he was speaking with, the New York Times, the Washington Post, because again, they haven't shied away from these kind of topics in the last three to five years. But he felt they were taking too long. So he just wanted to get the information out. Now, that's the thing I'm confused about. Why did the information have to get out this second? 
I mean, I assume the New York Times and Washington Post would go through this rigorous fact-checking. It might take a couple of months. But I think his point is there's only so far they can fact-check. I know they're going to come to the conclusion that I'm not lying, but they can't they can't get access to the info that he can't tell us about. So it's like, he's just like, I'm fucking saying it. So it, it went out there and all of these websites I've never heard of picked it up. Then you had like your New York Magazine, your Daily Beast, like, you know, credible kind of sociopolitical magazines picked it up. But the New York Times, Washington Post, for some reason, were dragging their feet on it. Now, I don't think that means anything that is negative towards this guy. I think it means they just take a really fucking long time. I mean, I was working with the New York Times on a project once where I had to speak out about something. It was a Me Too thing. And oh my God, the fact checking was months and months and months. They had to call everyone I ever met. Did Jennifer say this to you? You know, so imagine the fact checking that goes on with someone saying, uh, I've seen evidence of crashed spacecraft with bodies. I mean, really, it's going to take a while. So I'll read you. This was in Politico. The headline says, if the government has UFO crash materials, it's time to reveal them. The benefits to humanity outweigh the fear of discovering we're not alone in the universe. Well, I also want to say one thing. Nobody cares about this. I I swear to God, this is why I feel weird talking about it because I feel like only the weirdest weirdos talk about this. This notion that we're going to go into a mass panic if we find out that there are aliens, I don't think is true because I don't see anybody giving a flying fuck. I mean, again, this story came out when the sky in New York was orange and the same week Donald Trump got indicted. But so what? It's aliens. That should Trump, pun intended, it's not even a pun, that should Trump, Trump. There's aliens. But I think people don't care because I think people are cool with it. I think people probably go, eh, yeah, I mean, who might I think we're not alone in the universe? Cool. I don't think anyone's running around. I mean, people don't even care about COVID anymore. They're coughing on each other, breathing. You're like, that's fine. So why would anyone care about aliens? I think we've all become a little nihilistic. We're like, great. Oh, they might invade. Cool. I don't, I don't fucking care. You know, I, there's no mass hysteria. We're not, uh, I, I think the notion at one point was that it, it just throws all religion out the window if there's aliens. And I don't understand that one at all. If you're a religion and you've never talked about aliens in your religion or your Bible or your book that you follow doesn't say anything about it, all you gotta do is say, God made the aliens. It's easy. And then all the followers of the religion go, that makes sense. God made the aliens. I don't, but I feel like in the 50s, was maybe just a different time. People, people's brains hadn't been completely broken by news overload back then. And so I think the thought of aliens was very scary. Although I'll never understand it because they already had Hitler. Wasn't that scary enough that aliens might be like, oh, we've already dealt with Hitler. So aliens, yeah, come on down. But I don't know. I just think things have gotten so insane since then. Climate change and, and, and COVID and nuclear war. It's like, yeah, come on. Let's add aliens to the pile of crazy shit. But 
because of that, it's not that fun to talk about anymore because it's not on the top of everyone's mind. Everyone has their own favorite disaster that they're worried about. So I don't think it's ever going to cause a mass panic. What it's going to cause is just a mass meh, you know? So I have friends who look at me like I'm nuts when I talk about aliens. And I always try to talk about it from a point of view that's intellectual where I'm saying, I'm not saying I was probed by an alien. I'm saying in the New York Times, there was an article about something someone in the Air Force saw. No, no good. Okay, I'm still crazy. All right. Uh, What do you want to talk about? Vanderpump rules? Anyway, listen. I'm talking about it here. So. Here's what was, you know, kind of rehashed in Politico. Uh, So he's going over the things that have happened in the last few years. Um, You know, a a couple of years ago, a group of U.S. Navy aviators captured the attention of Congress, convinced them that phenomena were real and America needed to take action to determine the capabilities of these craft and identify the intentions of their operators. And in 2020, the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence adopted a proposal to seek an official report on UAP from the intelligence community. And the resulting preliminary assessment arrived in June of 2021. Although it was wildly incomplete, it did identify 144 military UAP encounters since 2004, a figure which has jumped up to 800 military UAP reports by early 2023. So in almost, in nine years, it went from 144 reports, UAP encounters being reported by the military to 800. So like, that's an increase of like over 600 reports. So because of the growing evidence of this problem, Congress took additional steps, established the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, So there have been breakthroughs in government transparencies about these sightings, but there's one thing that the Pentagon and the intelligence community have so far not addressed, and that is whether they have any direct contact with these objects. There are persistent rumors that the U.S. government recovered crash materials from a UAP and that even the government has been working secretly to reverse engineer the technology. And now I would assume that means so they can figure out how it's made so we can also make that technology and I don't know what, use it as weapons, I don't know. But um, this new task force, the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office that uh, opened up recently, was given the task of reviewing all NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, pertaining to UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. They evaluated even like historical UAP intelligence documents. They extended protections to anyone who signed an official U.S. government secrecy agreement related to UAP, which allowed them to come forward without fear of prosecution. And in one stroke, this new office could resolve one of the greatest government conspiracy theories and most profound scientific questions of all time. Are we alone in the universe? So since AARO was established, the man writing the article says he has referred four witnesses to them 
who claimed to have knowledge of a secret U.S. government program involving the analysis and exploitation of materials recovered from off-world craft. Other sources, who rightly or wrongly do not trust AARO's leadership, have also contacted me with additional details and information about an alleged secret U.S. government reverse engineering program. Um, sorry, I, I didn't start off very well. This, this article I'm reading is written by Christopher Mellon. He's a senior advisor to Americans for Safe Aerospace. He's a former minority staff director of the Senate Intelligence Committee and former deputy assistant secretary of defense for intelligence. So he says, as this process has progressed and the credibility of these claims has grown, so too have my concerns. What if I'm helping to pry open a genuine Pandora's box releasing information that might prove destructive, destabilizing, or for many, simply terrifying? I'm repeatedly asking myself, is disclosure in the best interest of the public? Am I doing the right thing, working to bring what could be America's most deeply buried secret to light? The most refreshingly clear guidance I have received came from Senator Kristen Gillibrand, Kirsten Gillibrand, sorry, who is chair of the Senate Armed Services Emerging Threats and Capabilities Subcommittee and a member of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. When the opportunity presented itself during a meeting in the Senate, I asked, you've launched an investigation that could prove aliens are visiting Earth. What if the answer proves to be yes? Would you support sharing that information with the American people? After all, the AARO is not required to share its findings with the public, only with Congress. Without hesitating, Gillibrand replied, of course, why not? I thought it was a great answer because I've always believed the public has a right to know the truth. However, after much reflection, I've also concluded the public needs to know the truth. And I say this for the following reasons. Democracy requires transparency. In our democracy, the American people have a right to know the truth of this matter. It would be the modern equivalent of repressing Galileo's insights regarding the solar system or Darwin's theory of evolution. It hinders scientific and technological progress and undermines faith in government. We own any discovery. Any recovered materials belong to the American people. Any secretive government programs that may have existed were funded by American tax dollars and as such, any proceeds belong to the taxpayer. Well, that's a good point. I just show up at, at, at the whatever Pentagon. Excuse me. Um, I'm like a piece of one of the machines you have. Well, I pay taxes. And so part of that's mine. So give me, man, we have to escort you out. Give me a piece of it. It was like when I tried to get a piece of Kurt Cobain's guitar after a Nirvana concert. I had it in my hand. That like teal green guitar he used to play. Had it in my hand. I walked by the stage. I took it. Oh, my God. I got attacked by a roadie. Give me that. I'm like, what are you going to do with that? Glue it back together? He'd smash his guitar. Honey, she did it. She mentioned she managed to get Kurt Cobain and a story from the 90s in this alien thing. Okay. Another one of this man's reasons for 
you know, being transparent is we can handle it. Although disclosure would initially frighten and shock many people, polling data reveals most Americans already believe we're not alone. All right, this is what I said. Okay. So here's the details of what this guy, David Grush, has said. A former intelligence official turned whistleblower, that's David Charles Grush, has given Congress and the intelligence community inspector general some extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved, intact, and partially intact craft of non-human origin. He says that this information has been illegally withheld from Congress. So that's where the whistleblowing comes in, right? And he filed a complaint alleging that he suffered illegal retaliation for his confidential disclosures. Other intelligence officials, both active and retired, who have knowledge of these programs, have independently corroborated his information. The whistleblower, David Charles Grush, 36, is a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan. He's a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office. Sorry, he served as the uh, representative to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force from 2019 to 2021. From late 2021 to July 2022, he was the NGA's co-lead for UAP analysis and its representative to the task force. Okay, so this guy's no slouch. He's up in it, right? The task force was led by the Department of the Navy under the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. So Grush has said, the, re- the recoveries of partial fragments through and up to intact vehicles, which have been made for decades through the present day by the government, its allies, and defense contractors. Analysis has determined that the objects are, quote, of exotic origin, non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin, based on the vehicle morphologies and material science testing and the possession of unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures. Oh, that's exciting. He says the material includes intact and partially intact vehicles. His disclosures under new protective provisions of the latest defense appropriations bill, signal a growing determination by some in the government to unravel a colossal enigma with national security implications that has bedeviled the military and tantalized the public going back to World War II and beyond. Um... Okay, so Grush, um, in, in a statement that was cleared for publication to all of us by the Pentagon in April of this year, Grush asserted that UFO legacy programs have long been concealed within multiple agencies nesting UAP activities in conventional secret access programs without appropriating reporting to various oversight authorities. 
So beginning in 2022, he's provided Congress with hours of recorded classified info transcribed into hundreds of pages, which included specific data about the materials recovery program. I got to run for Congress. I got to get in these meetings. I'm going to know. I would love to know this shit. I would not be able to talk about it, but I would be bursting. If you had dinner with me, I'd be like, I know so much shit I can't tell you. <gasps> Ask me shit and I'll nod. That's what I can do that. I can do that. Not legally, but I think that would be fine. So this is just like a little bit of an interview that he did, um, you know, so you can hear his voice. He's not like, hey, I'm a girl. I think there's aliens. Like he's not a nut, you know. UFO question. Okay. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will, non-human exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. I thought it was totally nuts, and I thought at first I was being deceived. It was a ruse. People started confiding in me. They approached me. I have plenty of current former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me they were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. And they, they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. All right, there you go. Listen. I I'm so excited. No, I still don't understand how they got here because, you know, space is very big and these planets and things are very far away. And if you're a million miles away, you can go real fast to get here. So I don't know. Is there something on the edge of our solar system that's launching them? I don't know. I don't know how it works. And I don't want to start being like wormholes because I don't even know what that is. But it's just a thing I say whenever I whenever I'm in the mood to not believe in aliens. I'm like, ah, there'd have to be a wormhole for them to get here. And people ask, what does that mean? I don't know. It just sounds good. But look, I want to believe. And I don't even care if they're here to fuck us up. Like, we all have to die someday, right? So, you know, you don't want to be part of the end, like the end of Earth because aliens come. Are you kidding me? If you were, you know, in your little cosmic bubble and someone said, okay, you can come to Earth from 1920 to 1980 or, you know, whatever. Or you can go to Earth, you know, you might not live to 100, but you're going to be on Earth when aliens ultimately uh, invade and destroy the planet. How do you not pick that? That's insane. That's so exciting. I don't want that to happen, but I'm not going to argue with the lucky number I drew to be on Earth when it does. What? And, and, since you're going to be blown up, there's another artistic pressure, like, oh, I got to do a podcast about it or write a book about it. Like, yeah, you're not going to do nothing because you get five minutes to live. So you just like really in the moment, you know? It's not like, well, this will be a good story for later. There's no later. I think it's great. Anyway, all right. Well, the rest of the podcast, I'm not talking about, like, about aliens. And I hope you join me. No fun. 
Join the Patreon. It starts at $3.99 a month, all the way up to $5.99. You get full episodes, no ads, and then you get an access to the backlog of episodes from the last three years, all of them. So you can go binge it this summer. And I would appreciate it. Support a writer on strike. I'm not, I'm not getting paid right now. I'm out there in the streets. All right. So just hit the link in the bio there. And also want to remind you that I am beginning the Sex and the City recaps. You can also join the Patreon for $1.99 a month. If all you want is those recaps and you don't care about the rest of the podcast, you can join as well. Patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. Great. If not, until next week, have fun. Have fun. 